0: Hello Yes Anders. Before we begin the show, just wanted to give a quick word that if you're enjoying Yes Androgyny, then please make sure to, you know, show a friend who might enjoy it, spread the word. It really helps us out. We're currently trying to grow the show in its viewer base, so anything you can do in terms of Telling someone you know, sharing it around is always appreciated. If you like our show and want more bonus content, you can also check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash yesandrogyny, where we have another podcast called The NB-Sides running every other week, so you get your weekly dose of Yes Androgyny content, and also a TikTok account at yesandrogynypodcast, where Charlie and I, mostly Charlie, upload our thoughts about stuff as well as skits, songs, and other great content that wouldn't really fit in the podcast so with that i'll leave you with the content warning for the week this week while it's a very lighthearted episode there are some discussions of transphobia grief and the death of a loved one so sit back relax and enjoy
1: Seven genders, slut, princess, serial killer, terrorist, milkman, accountant, and of course, pervert. I'm not going to tell you which one, I'm not going to tell you which one I am, but I will give you a hint, which is that, um, (laughs) which is that I really love delivering milk to people. (laughs) (laughs) So you're a pervert then. I'm I'm, I'm actually, I'm a pervert slut. Um, (laughs) And accountant, because milk is expensive. Yeah. What about you, Ari? Uh,
0: Serial killer. So how's everyone doing today? Uh, Great to have you all here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, welcome all to Yes Androgyny. This is the podcast where two non-binary slash trans improvisers and best friends since middle school sit down to... Sit down, discover. Sit down together to discover, sit down,
0: discover, and have a beautiful time. <laughs> sit down,
1: discover, and learn, and learn. Welcome to Reading Rainbow. I am your host. God, I cannot, I cannot fuck up the intro because it, any time I fuck up, we are going to go off on some kind of bizarre tangent for at least a <laughs> minute, and we're never. We, the only way for me to get a clean take of the intro. is Get to be it right. It I'm
0: punishing you. <laughs> I, one day you will learn. One day you'll be on your deathbed and they'll say do you have any last words? You'll like
1: Welcome to Yes Androgyny
0: the podcast where two non-binary trans improvisers and best friends in this middle school come together, drink some tea and discuss the intersectionality between well,
1: I don't know the rest, but you will
0: because I will punish
1: China. Oh no! I thought you were gonna nail it. discuss the intersectioning between oh, I mean, oh fuck! No, wait, oh uh. <laughs> <laughs> as that that sound was literally like the hand emerging from the ground, the, the gnarled hand to drag me to hell. I thought you were gonna say um, like a hand comes out of your mouth, like, <laughs> like horrible beast is born that right. day. Well, and then I am born anew, of course. A new Charlie comes as, out.
0: Welcome to Yes Androgyny.
1: Uh-huh. This version of Charlie was born in the correct body, so it doesn't need to do this podcast. Goodbye. Yeah, I come out. I come out. Welcome to Yes Androgyny. It's me. We find God got it right this time. <laughs> you know, isn't it sad
0: that this beautiful podcast only exists because we both were fuck-ups in the in the in the in the birthing connection? Okay. <laughs> That's not what that, that makes, makes sense.
1: That makes me think of a uh, TikTok I just saw but oh, okay wait gonna finish the introduction but put a pin in that this is the podcast where two non-binary improvisers and best friends since middle school sit down together drink some tea and discuss both the experience of coming out as trans in their late 20s and do improv comedy together based on those discussions and also just kind of pal around and be friends um the the, the the more recent log line that I've been going with um is uh a celebration of trans joy and silliness in an increasingly hostile world. I like that. That's very nice. And not true.
0: <laughs> well, I'm having no yeah. fun. Yeah. I am being and, very serious.
1: Yeah, well, and it's not true that the world is increasingly hostile. Uh oh the world loves we us. We are we are crisis actors. Um, see, Alex Jones was right. Yeah, we cry cis. We're crisis actors. We cry sis all the time at people. <laughs> we cry about cis people all the time. <laughs> I will say that I'm, I sometimes miss, I miss the era where the most prominent um, fear-mongering, fascist, conservative commentators were like, characters like everybody now wants to be a jordan peterson clone you know this sort of intellectual right wing the intellectual dark web or whatever they're all trying to look like a uh oh what am i thinking of i'm thinking they, they, they're they all sort of they all sort of resemble uh what's, what grew from despicable me i never thought about how much jordan peterson looks like grew but it's true <laughs> right like it's like that sort of like it's like a villainous mastermind but in that very like black turtleneck kind of bond villain way
0: they're all steve jobs but instead of getting into tech they got into uh being a dick i mean that I means be fair steve jobs was also a dick
1: instead of instead of founding apple they founded uh adam's apple uh, <laughs> which is both which is both a reference it's, it's it works two ways it is a reference to so the fact lie, that baby. obviously they prioritize you know the adam's apple is the ultimate uh, signifier of maleness but it also reminds everybody that the fall of humanity was can be laid directly at the soft slender tender feet of the human female. Um, yeah, you know. Who are all, who are all of them... Deceived. Fertile and slim-footed. <laughs> they were all of them
0: deceived, for another ring was made. In the <laughs> land of Voldemort, in the shadows of Mount Dumo, Dark Lord, Sauron, Forged Secret, a master ring to control all others.
1: Jordan, Jordan Pete Sauron. And yes, Jordan, you can't... Pete, you Sauron! <laughs> and yes, you cannot... Pizza Run! Pizza run. Hey, pizza it's run. A hey, Hey! Everybody bought pizza for you. All right. That's, hey! This is going okay, nowhere. Wait, wait, wait. wait. We need. Okay. We do need to see an improv scene. Um. Okay. Okay. Here we go. i just so going to the earliest improv
0: scene we've ever had. It's the biggest occasion. One second. Knock, knock, knock,
1: knock, knock. I, knock, knock, I had to fix my camera. I, and I didn't yeah, hear yeah, yeah. you. What did you say? Well, I'm just going to i started. Knock. 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 Knock.
0: Yes. You a pizza guy?
1: Yes, I'm a well pizza guy. I'm actually. My name is Pizza Son. And um, Pizza Son. Jordan Pizza Son. Yeah, my name is Pizza Son, and I have a pizza here for a um, for an A Noble. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm confused. Okay, I just want. I, look, I'm
0: really hungry. I had a long day. I'm not here to have a conversation. Here's deal. Every word you say is $1 less on your tip. Going into, I the, neg- mean, going into the negatives. So I will me. say, this is tricky. Okay, you now owe me like 50 bucks. I was going to give this you no t- chance.
1: <laughs> this is tricky because I, Jordan son, I love nothing more than money. It's pretty much the only reason I'm saying or doing anything. On the other hand, I'm just so confused because you're... You didn't tell me your first name, you just gave me an initial. So there's no way for me to determine your gender based off of that. And looking at you now, I just, your presentation is very androgynous. And even your pizza, uh, 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 pineapple and pepperoni. Pepperoni, of course. A meat, something that only a man would order. And pineapple, sweet, soft, juicy, something only a feminine mouth could stomach. I just don't know what to do with you. I don't know how to treat you. I'm I uh, uh, shit. I'm panicking. I'm panicking. I'm having a panic attack.
0: I'm just gonna Clarify! I'm just gonna take take
1: this pizza. <laughs> I don't No! Gonna, I'm just gonna, no, 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 no! No pizza for you, my friend! You cannot <laughs> happen to you! <laughs> you cannot eat! <laughs> you cannot drink! You shall not. You shall not sit Drink. at the same table as us. You shall not. You shall not <laughs> pervert our American. Wait, I'm Canadian. Our Canadian <laughs> traditions of eating yeah, sitting around and eating him. pizza and having either a penis or a vagina while we eat our clearly denominated gendered pizzas.
0: You know why I put pepperoni and pineapple on it.
1: Why? No, I don't. As I've said many times, I have no idea why anyone would do that. Because it's fun to say pine pep. Pine pep?
0: Pine pep. I I call and say, I want a pine pep. And they're like, excuse me, what's a pine pep? And I explain pineapple pepperoni. But I hope that if I keep saying pine pep enough times, eventually, people will start saying pine pep. And it's going to become like a whole thing. Pine pep. Pine pep pizza.
1: Pine pep pizza. Pine pep pizza. P-P-P. P-P-P. Three P's. Peterson. Pizza <laughs>
0: Peterson. Like with for them. okay.
1: Pizza Peterson. Picked a pizza Peterson's pie pet pizza. Peck the pep of peppers. Pepperson. Peter
0: Pepperson. Okay, i need to leave my door now. To Pen- you're, no, you're really penis, freaking me out.
1: Penis Pepperson. That's my name. My <laughs> name is Penis Pepperson. <laughs> this is, of course, you've opened my eyes. You've explained it. You mean- Psychology. You're, I'm a pathologist. I, I can't stand you. <laughs> I genuinely can't. No, stand no, no. You. And then we you're cut to like makes we cut to this. To we cut to like there's like a clip on the internet of uh of Jordan Pizzason just going, "Peter Peterson, if you take the pizza and it's constructed, but in ancient times there was peppers and the pepperson, the son of the pepper and like it zooms out to like just like a guy being like this is the smartest man I've ever seen in my life. I don't understand a word of what he's saying,
0: and that must to... mean <laughs>
1: he is beyond all of us. Hey, hey, dude, dude! Have you seen this? I'm gonna send this to every person. I'm gonna send this to every every influenceable, fragile male in my
0: life. So, like everyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, as a name, Ab. As a name, Ab. <laughs> We're all a little fragile. Knock, 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 knock. Hey, did you order a pizza? Hey, it's me. It's, it's you, and and sh- Andrew V. Tate. Same. No, no, no! Wait, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> Scene.
0: I refuse. I won't go there. I won't do it. Put him in prison. Leave him in Romania. I don't give a shit. I'm tired name, of these people.
1: I'm tired of these people. My actual name, uh, to introduce myself. <laughs> We're you? Just now tuning in for the first time. Oh my fucking god, you're right. Is, oh no. Is Charlie. I use she, they pronouns. And with me, as always, is my Enbian arms. My, you know, i mean, definitely up there in terms of like my favorite people. Yeah. Why don't you introduce yourself, buddy? Hello, 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 everyone. My name is Ari Noble. I go by he, they
0: pronouns, and I have been playing on my Steam Deck. That's right. This whole thing was an advertisement for Valve, baby. They're going for every demographic. I'm a, I'm a proud Steam Deck owner, and that's what I'm going to be identifying as. <laughs> my name is Ari Noble. I'm a Steam Deck owner. <laughs> And let me tell you about this great new
1: Linux it hack almost, I discovered on YouTube. How long do you think it will be before a corporation... Six inches. Well, my... Well, 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 my friend. You have wildly overestimated. <laughs> 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 Fool,
0: more fools, you! Honestly, I have so much respect for uh, a person with a penis who... Is has someone guess their their size, and they're
1: like, trust me, you are wildly over-exaggerating the size. And honestly, <laughs> yeah. I'm proud of that. Oh yeah. Honestly, you look like an idiot right now, the way that you completely assumed my penis was much larger than it was. Small dicks are gonna take over the world. I mean, that's the plan. But that's the plan. You would <laughs> yeah. know, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, I'm we are. I mean, we are we are determined to procreate. It still hasn't happened, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're, we, our energy today is horrible. It's horrible I, I, energy. The worst energy. So,
1: so how long do you think it will be before a corporation b- commits the terrible faux pas of uh, delivering a fake father to all of its subscribers? You're going to have to explain that one, my friend. Well, they're committing a faux pas.
0: I sometimes I I I make motions and I I I, phys- I physically react to these things, but I it's realize on a podcast podcasting. and it's not yeah, yeah it's bad I uh, yeah I I was I was un I was unable to to continue that conversation.
1: The answer to your question <laughs> is fair. no 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 what what okay how long before a company commits of the the faux pas of being like.
0: Being oh, like, I thought the entire
1: thing you just did
0: was just the thing. I thought that was it. Oh was no 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 no! a pun on faux pas. Like, no, right, I okay.
1: my brain just derailed me. What what is that's the, the name of the podcast? Our my brains brain derail us. Me. Well, I'm off of my meds, babe. Oh I'm yeah, Choi's off, of
0: off of her meds, and I'm not. <laughs> and, and it's
1: perfect. In other <laughs> news, I'm still, <laughs> in other news. I'm still on my meds. <laughs> but but listen, how long before a company commits a, the ultimate faux pas? Okay of being like, you know, they're trying to appeal to a young queer demographic and then it's like, you know, it's like, my pronouns are she, her. My pronouns are they, them. But all of our pronouns are Gatorade. Oh no, I really Right? That's gonna happen. A a company is going to do some sort of, my pronouns are. My pronouns are Coca-Cola. Right. It's gonna happen. You know it's gonna happen. It better happen. How long do you think it's gonna be? I give it Five years. Five years. I think that's fair. Yeah.
0: I'm going to go Five with three. years, and that's all we got.
1: I don't know the reference you're making, but I stand. That's fine. I stand by it. I stand by it. Whatever it was. <laughs> unless it was little, really little problematic. Dave. No, no it, well, maybe. David Bowie is problematic, right? Haven't we discovered that he's kind of problematic? I he had, no, like, a much younger girlfriend or something. They all had much younger
0: girlfriends. They were all, they're all canceled. We don't talk about I don't 60s, remember. Don't.
1: I'm not allegedly okay, so don't. Sue I'm not me. allegedly ghost of David Bowie. I'm not allegedly. I'm the real deal. My pronouns are allegedly.
0: Oh my god! Um, I want a character named Lee who goes by allegedly.
1: Okay, improv, improv scene. You, you're do, allegedly. I'm gonna
0: get Charlie the cat, not the woman, out of the door because she is meowing. Consistent.
1: He is okay. He's meowing okay. at us. You, you now have until you get the cat to think of who allegedly is because that's who you're playing in this improv. All right. Zone. Bro, Ari is so not wearing pants doing? as we record. Wow. <laughs> I, just, I just found this out. I am as surprised Should as the rest. Half of you. the podcast <laughs> is probably that. And yet, were we, will
0: we surprised? All right, I've got it. I lied. I didn't think of anything. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to improvise it. Oh, oh no. <laughs> improvise on this podcast? Uh, we haven't even um, started. Okay, I'm going to actually. Look, we're allowed to do an improv scene. That is great. I think we should. We haven't even like mentioned like if we haven't finished the intro. We probably should let people know. Is there anything else we need to let them know? Or are we completely no? Done? We finished the intro. Have we said anything of any substance yet? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'm just like, holy crap! I'm thinking of my poor mother. Like, when are they going to talk about when are they going to talk about their problems? We're gonna get there. <laughs>
1: we're gonna get there. Listen, coming up, Ari talks about uh, potentially talks about. Uh, their 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 therapy journey. Oh, I haven't I, started
0: it yet. We haven't scheduled a good day yet.
1: Never mind. That's have not a gonna happen. I, I have a huge announcement about my transition journey.
0: Well, here's your how you're gonna do this. Ready? I've, I've got it.
1: Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome,
0: my friends. I am alleged L e i g h. I bet you didn't think that was how I was gonna how I was gonna spell it, did you? Oh my god, this cat. Okay, I've got to. I've got to pawn pawn them off. All right, you are
1: leaving. You know, <clears throat> Ari doesn't, you know, Ari does not wear pants very often that shows off their ass. They have a All really right. nice
0: ass. There we go. Cat is now. I can see that because they have <laughs> pants.
1: What? Excuse me? What are we talking
0: about? You can see what? <laughs> nothing. Okay. Nothing, nothing. Hello, I, I... am allegedly, <laughs> and I am here with uh, uh, a certain Charlie Monroe who says that, she has a large announcement to make. Very large
1: girthy announcement. Well, alleged thank you, but you've actually grossly exaggerated <laughs> its girth.
0: But yes, we're going to actually hear your real news but through the lens of an improv scene with an interviewer named Alleged Lee. I'm taking this well, to the Well, first next of level. all
1: First of all, Alleged um Thank you so much for having me on your radio broadcast. I know it must be difficult for you to continue to find the time and the equipment to record from uh prison. You're actually um, be especially surprised.
0: Since, I've been having way more time on my hands.
1: Yeah, I mean you are permanently in solitary confinement, yes?
0: Yes. Uh my my name my name is allegedly my pro my pronouns
1: are she, her, and my gender is serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you are you are the serial killer. Now, just correct me if I'm wrong. Now, we will talk about me in a second, but you're so fascinating to me because you are the I'm only serial the killer. I'm turning the interviewer around on the interviewer, okay. You're the only serial killer who The Innocent Project came out and said, not only are you definitely guilty, but they don't want you on death row because it would be too merciful.
0: They don't want me on death row because then I, ha- then I might go kill my victims again in heaven.
1: Right, yeah. They don't want me you're- near them. They don't want me near my <laughs> Even those staunchest prison abolitionists think that solitary confinement should still exist just for you, right? Oh, they actually got rid of it five years ago and then they
0: brought it back for me, baby. But they <laughs> you're, still let you're me the sole reason. It turns out you, still... uh, the only way to prevent it from being a Geneva Convention violation was to allow me to have
1: some way of communicating with the outside world. This is why we have our radio show with allegedly. Um Well, and you're also what you're also what is known internationally as the Geneva exception. <laughs> Geneva exception. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I am not a conventional Geneva. You're not conventional at all. You're the Geneva exception. So what is your big news that you have ready to give to us? Let's hear it. Well, I have taken the next step in my journey toward hormone replacement therapy. Wow. That is
0: some big news. Uh, Did you... um, so you
1: decided not to do. It. That was your big step. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The big step in finally ultimately rejecting it entirely, <laughs> out of hand. This interview is actually for me to announce my retirement. Uh, not just from this podcast, but from uh being trans in general. You say that you've you you say that you've been taking the next steps. That's
0: great. Um, I also been taking the next steps to breaking out of this fucking prison. Uh-huh. Uh and see, I can say that because I'm on a, I'm on a radio now, show and it's a creative, I will it's a say, creative fun uh, improv. I'm not, I, I, nothing I say here is- is, is That vintage
1: pinup, that vin- vintage pinup poster on the wall behind you is really something. Yeah, you can see how it's kind of rustling there. Like it's like there's a big <laughs> uh, hole behind it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's almost like the poster is like alive. I kind of like that. It's like she's dancing. She's doing a little dance for us, <laughs> which is, which by the way, Watching this woman dance, and just seeing the way her body moves has made me reconsider. I think I do want HRT. Wow! So you have changed your mind on my show? Well, allegedly, I have. <laughs> <laughs> there it was. There it was. Um, yes. So so um, I called. So I called Planned Parenthood just now. As I changed my mind, I called Planned Parenthood. Planned 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 Parenthood. I called Panned Parenthood. <laughs> yeah, I did. I called Panned Parenthood. Which, of course, <laughs> we, need to, is... we need to we need to get to the point soon. But
0: it's a it, 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 but there's nothing. There's nothing. Plarent isn't anything. <laughs> what is pan plarent? <laughs> That's for future improvisers to find out. So you call pan pl? Fuck!
1: Oh well, you, you know call what it a is. Planned there parenthood. Was a, so so listen. I wrote I wrote a sequel to the to the musical. R- oh my fucking god! <laughs> I'm off my meds, babe! I'm off
0: my meds! I can't focus! The episode is fucked! I love it! I love it! Okay, I, all I we wrote you a said, sequel? All we said in 30 <laughs> minutes of recording is that our names and that you went to Planned Parenthood. You called Planned Parenthood. You called them. You just you called them.
1: I wrote a sequel to Rent That was probably a little outside of my purview to write it because I I really wanted to, uh you know, to write about the American black experience.
0: Oh, yeah, something um, you're
1: very familiar with. with Something, yeah, something, I mean, a lot of people have said that, like, it was a bad idea for me to write this play. Anyway, I called it Rent, I called it Rent Hood, um, because it's about rent, but, like, in the hood, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. And, and, so it's a play, play Rent Hood, and everyone has panned it. Every every theater critic universe can play, play. rent. Oh my fucking god! And, <laughs> and so,
0: <laughs> I'm off my meds, babe. You have you, you are stronger than ever. We unmedicated, we are strong, and yet we are so
1: also so weak. Michael Pollan once described the caffeinated brain as being like a spotlight. And the uncaffeinated brain as being more like a lamplight. And that the spotlight brain is much more conducive to capitalism, which is why we think of our sort of caffeinated brains as being more functional. But that the lamplight brain is actually has shown to be a more creative brain. Than the spotlight brain, you're and a actually, fucking disco ball because I shine my light at you
0: and you spray it off in the crazy random directions.
1: <laughs> but but there's actually so, there's there's something to that, right? Like like laser focus is one form of of cognitive functioning, but but disco disco, disco ball, ball? Madness, not even, doesn't even give off light, just reflects it. There's something there. There's something there. Anyway, okay I, okay. You, okay.
0: you called Planned Parenthood. You call Planned Parenthood? I'm still allegedly- no, no,
1: no, no. Drop, drop the fucking, drop the fucking bit. Let's let's get to it.
0: Let's get. You're Okay. Right. Let's get to Thank it. you all so much for tuning in. I am allegedly, and I am in prison for killing people. Allegedly. Thank
1: you so much for joining. That woman allegedly, boy, did she change my life at prison. <laughs> and when she escaped, I thought to myself, <laughs> one day I'm gonna find her. <laughs> you. Call Planned Parenthood. I am very proud of you. What did you say to them? I mean, basically, I went through the process of, you know, getting uh, uh, started on feminizing hormone therapy. Um, uh, the only th- two steps standing between me and that sweet, sweet estradiol is um, I have to send in blood work because um, I was doing it uh, online so I haven't sent them in my blood work. And I uh, because I have a partner with a womb who potentially for some reason thinks that she might one day want to be impregnated by by, by my by my hand. <laughs> oh no, no, I have what? How? <laughs> by my hand.
0: Turkey based direct Friday night, baby. I have to get oh. my hand sperm frozen. And for that to work so for my um, new announcement i've lost a hand <laughs> yes. so you have to go through like one more medical like a couple more medical forms you've got to get your sperm frozen and then you're gonna start eating
1: yeah which i was talking to somebody about it and they had gotten so used to thinking of me through this very like femme lens that my use of the word sperm was shocking to them they were like which, you know, I'm not saying ladies can't have sperm. Obviously, no one's saying that. But, like, but this person was, well, like... It, this it, it was, was a like,
0: moment of, like, kind of, like, just...
1: Oh, yeah! That's really cool, actually. That, that's, been,
0: that's, that's been kind of gratifying, actually, to have that moment of, like... That, so that's how... That's, you see me as yeah. who Yeah, and that's we me. agreed.
1: we And we did agree that from now on, we would be referring to it as lady juice. I would have just
0: called it sperm, but you emphasize a her. <laughs>
1: sperm! Sperm!
0: You know those videos where people take a photo of themselves every single day and then they put do that on HRT and oh, be the first listen. person to like show the actual like the first person like the actual day to day. I mean I don't think any Oh you already? poor you poor Wait, day sweet. every single day. No, I know that like I know that like timeline exists.
1: Does anyone You do cannot do, imagine you cannot imagine day to day
0: for like five years worth already they already
1: exist? You cannot imagine how many trans femmes on TikTok post uh Daily, not that's day not one, not what I'm talking day, or about. not just trans femmes, trans people. Day I'm two, talking about a, I'm talking about
0: like a video on YouTube. It's like my five year timeline. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about the photo <laughs> lab specifically. And then like you see your face are sh- shriveling, and you go, and you're just you're
1: gone. <laughs> you're gone. It's like damn, that went really badly. My transition, it's just three frames, and, like, the last frame is, like, I'm, like, hit by a car. <laughs> I'm, like, lying,
0: bleeding in the road. Instead of getting HRT, it's, like, Manchausen by proxy. Like, Caitlin is getting you sick every single day.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> accidentally... It's like it's accidentally documented something else. Like if you if you look at me, it's a beautiful transition story. But if you look in the background, it's like a rear window situation every <laughs> single day. You could see my through my neighbor's window behind me the entire evidence of the ma- of a man killing and disposing of his wife. One picture a day, and it's tra- how? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's careful. He's careful. No, he wasn't. He, he, <laughs> it was on camera. Well, he. It was the one thing he didn't think of closing the curtain. <laughs> Speaking of the one thing you didn't think of closing the curtain, one time I was in a play. I was in a production of You Can't Take It With You, and at the end of the that. play, I really wanted
0: to make a joke about how if you're, you look when it comes to your penis and HRT, you can't take it with you. But that's not true. You can absolutely keep your penis on HRT. You just got to keep it keep it active, baby.
1: You just got to keep it. You just got to keep it clean. In the modern dating scene. In the modern dating scene, you have to keep it secret and keep it safe. That's the most important thing if you're a trans woman with a penis. oh. Also, also, there will be men who call it their precious. There will be men? It's like
0: the really terrifying <laughs> Jordan Peterson produced sequel to
1: there will be blood. There will be men. There will be men. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there will be men. Um, and they will call your penis their precious and... Single mindedly pursue it. <laughs> Not to get really Lord the of the Rings th- is a perfect analogy <laughs> for the trans femme penis. That okay.
0: Once we finish our conversation today, I re- I have an improv scene in mind now that we have to do. Okay. But I, I can't, we can't until we've talked a little more about the sort of substance because we have nothing. We have nothing except for like one cool thing you
1: mentioned. Well, all right. We have nothing we lose. Willy wonky, more like. <laughs> Willy wank ya. Willy wank ya.
0: Um, okay, knock, I... knock, knock, knock. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> there's no, the door is gone
1: now. I've moved. Um, the, the door's gone. well, you killed your wife,
0: and <laughs> after the a doors have disappeared, and my father has vanished, and I'm now trapped in my home, skin of a Um, uh huh. My, so yeah, I have been having an interesting time recently. I have been working to get dates set up for therapy. We. My therapist and I are trying to get a date together, uh, not to go on a date because that would be very inappropriate. Grossly That's, inappropriate. yeah, I was about to say. That'd be a Geneva exception right there. Um, now, your therapist isn't Jordan Peterson, is it? No. Uh, thank <laughs> Christ. Um, yeah, I, I've been having an interesting time recently because on one hand, you know, I've been working on getting that kind of stuff together and figuring out myself. And also, uh, we talked about it a couple episodes ago, but I uh, have been... Finding that grief is rearing its ugly little maw at me way delayed. So it's been having a sleeping. It's been hitting me yeah. harder. And it's just like, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a process you go through.
1: And it's, it's kind of still he, coming and it's still going. This is going to be an incredible whiplash. But if we're going to talk about your grief. It was and an incredibly people, good movie. Yeah, this is going to be. This is going to be just. sat <laughs> down for the film.
0: This is going to be an incredible whiplash.
1: Is, <laughs> now do you feel like? Do you feel like your grief is rushing or dragging? <laughs> no, um, if we're going to fun if, fact if, if we're, for we're, those
0: who have seen the movie, he wasn't doing either. It was completely arbitrary. In case you didn't know, he's. You can like check on the BPM, and it's like, yeah. He's, I mean,
1: that's abusers for you. Yeah. Um, I I would know. Because I'm an abuser. But um after sex, were you rushing or tracking? (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. Terrible. Um, Terrible. I'm so sorry. Well, it's just it's just like I never know. Like when somebody when I when I run into someone on the street and they look like they've been like, you know, they've they've been partying, they've been like a little drunk. But I'm like, was this person out partying because they're trying to join a frat? Or were they part of like a drag show? Rushing a drag show.
0: God, your your brain off of meds, y'all. This is what this is what Charlie brings to the table. Un <laughs> unhinged, amazing wordplay and very little
1: else. That's not true. That's not true. He brings so much to the table. You well, bring so here's, much here's, to the table. Here's what I'm gonna bring to the table now. Go for, it, go for I'm go gonna for. bring I'm gonna bring context because there are people who are listening to this episode who might not know what you are grieving.
0: My sister died in November, baby. And it kind of yes. sucks. And I'm doing fine. But sometimes well, the grief hits. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Welcome to Rent Hood. Okay. Um. <laughs>
1: um um. 25, That's how long it's been since my sister was killed. In milliseconds, um. no I guess. Milliseconds. <laughs> no I guess. I, I guess. I don't know. Um, listen, if so, yeah, so you're interesting because you are thank a you. person. Who, thank you. Thank you. you Thank you for being interesting because you are a person who you get very meta about your own mental processes. I mean, you and I both do this to an I extent. I call it that Menta? You,
0: Men, me, me, I, <laughs> menta. Meta. I take out the, me, uh, my, 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 my metal, my metal. Oh, nah, this doesn't work. Drop all of that. Drop everything I said. I'm on my med so I babe, can't do it.
1: Babe, t- yeah, stop taking your meds if you want to pl- <laughs> play this game.
0: <laughs> um, Can't spell mental health on an and A, baby. There you go. Okay,
1: continue. You are very aware of your thought process. And when we talked about your sister passing away uh, in December, we had an episode dedicated to her, uh, to Emma, and we talked about how you um, – You know, you talked about how grief for you has been had been sort of coming into wave, had been coming at you in waves, and how, in a sense, that was almost disappointing to you because you had always heard grief described as waves, and there was something disappointing about the novel about there not being any novel way of expressing grief outside of how you had always heard it described. And it makes sense considering the
0: fact that uh, we've had every single human who has ever lived as practice. If, it took, if after 200,000 years, the best you can come up with is
1: waves, that's got to be what it is. But so you have been re-experiencing grief re- lately, and I would say a more, maybe a more tangential way than you had been, at least the way you've been talking about it to me recently. Yeah. You, before you would describe it as like, yeah, I've been in a grieving process, but recently you've had like, like yesterday you had like a bad grief day. And I'm wondering if you want to talk about kind of, how it's changed how you've been experiencing sure. the the loss of, of a loved one um well, you know, it's a weird Ari's oldest sister. Ari's oldest sister was a trans woman yeah. and uh uh we lost huh. her So now you
0: understand that it's relevant to the podcast. I was
1: like, excuse right, yeah. me, why should I care? <laughs> well, I was gonna say, no, it's trans and we lost her a, uh in a very sudden violent way around the same time um, as the uh, nightclub yeah, shooting. like same week. There, there was a lot of complicated feelings flying around during that time. Oh, and yeah. Anyway, I would just like to hear you, yeah, talk about it if, if you want to talk about it. Like you, I'm starting to feel
0: like I, as a person, I'm starting to develop and find who I am. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to go get a therapist. My best friend's going to get on HRT. How exciting. I'm going to be discovering more about myself, my job, my future, And there's just something kind of fucked up about feeling those senses of growth and change and having this other person who I always kind of looked up to in some ways as, like, my older sibling who had discovered a lot of these things way earlier than I did. Uh, And she's not going to be changing anymore. And 50 years from now, I'll be like, Emma will still be 31. And... There's just something about that sense of personal change meeting sudden stagnation of something that was a constant of this person never being able to change anymore, even though I know her journey was far from over. I mean, she had gone a lot of the way towards who she wanted to be, but, you know, you can't possibly be completely done cooking by 31. And so I'm having these really mixed feelings of positivity about my own life and my changes mixed with this. It's almost making it worse, I think. That's actually probably why it's hitting so hard.
1: Yeah, I, there's something very poignant about the way that you, I think, are linking change um, to to life. Life is, it's evolution, it's growth, it's change, it's transformation. Um, and I, I would say that one of the things that is so fucked up about reactionary politics and the way that reactionary politics and even like that kind of centrist right-leaning liberalism that we see that has such anti-trans components to it is that it's about defying change entirely it's about villainizing change it's about making change into the monster the enemy change is scary it's a threat Um, and change is something that you and I have learned to love to embrace to cherish to pursue and yeah I mean we don't know what happens after death but chances are that like however long you live that's how long you get to change
0: and and I think in a way as part of what's beautiful about change is every bit of change really matters and I think that Part of and this is just a complete pseudoscience theory. This means nothing, but I have this.
1: I feel like <laughs> I've been, exa- but I've been examining like a certain skulls have these <laughs> like these little knobs on them, and I'm just thinking.
0: <laughs> so I feel <laughs> like – this might just be pseudoscience. So I it might be pseudoscience, but I mean it definitely is. But sometimes I feel like ingrained in us as people, right? When we were we were walking out of the that of the woods and being like like figuring out our civilization. The number one thing that any creature can want to achieve is a consistent state of survival. Or I want to survive. Want to be existing in the state of constants, right? We, on some level, we all want things to just be safe and constant and fixed and good. But humanity is too complex to be the same. We can't. We cannot be the same. We cannot be stagnant. And well,
1: here's here's something interesting. Oh, I'm sorry, Ari, I didn't oh, mean to interrupt. You're fine, you I, I, I just gonna, got
0: excited by no, your idea. <laughs> keep that in mind, because my only thing I was going to add was just that I think at what part of what the problem with this all is, is that some people, they are content with where their life is, and they have been taught to perceive that other people not being happy where they are and therefore continuing to find where they're happy is not them finding their happy consistency or their happy constancy, but threatening the other persons. Like, you discovering your gender mm. isn't you finding your safe haven. It's you attacking my safe haven and then my change will happen and then I can
1: never get back to where I was. Right. Jo- Joanne Rowling sees herself as part of a very oppressed group of people, right? Women Her fortress society. is under attack. and Yeah. And she is. Like, women have been horribly oppressed and J.K. Rowling has endured terrible abuse at the hands of men in her life and so J.K. Rowling sees her ascension to comfort and privilege as like a, a, it's almost a like a rebellion against she sees that it, and as like a victory for all women yeah. kind of and so now she sees anything that seeks to critique or threaten her sense of herself and especially seeks to critique like her power and her platform she sees that not as other people trying to get rights and trying to find comfort. She sees it as other people trying to undo the progress that she has made, not just for herself, but for women as a whole. And it's a very interesting but very fucked up way of conceptualizing it. And that's where I think these types of people get described as— I've seen her described as like a this-but-no-further liberal. Like, there are certain people who, once they get through the door— they think they are the last people to have gotten through the door, and it's if like anyone the ship else of life is outside is and
0: it's like the ship of uh, the ship of life is sinking, and we're all getting on the lifeboats. And she got in hers and said, "All right, everyone's off the ship. Sink, just let it go." And everyone's like, "There's still like tons of people." It's like, "No, they're just g- like you know, because it's she's a afraid. trick.
1: It's she's a afraid. trick. They're she's trying to get us. That
0: if they get on the lifeboats, <laughs> they'll sink the lifeboats. Yeah, there's a terrible analogy, um, but you know what I'm trying to say."
1: Okay, I also, but I also want to respond to what you were saying about about like you know is this like something that we sort of like evolved into? Yeah, like, the, I, the I, evolutionary
0: I, desire to find a safe haven that never changes because changes so inherently bad when you're an animal.
1: But here's the thing: you also, in the same breath, because you offered that as like maybe an explanation, but also like probably or maybe pseudoscience. Oh right? yeah, yeah. And here's the thing: I think that is pseudoscience. I think that is bullshit. I think that evolutionary psychology as a whole is mostly bullshit. But you, in the same breath, you actually provided us with the antithetical theory to that bullshit, which is you were like, but the problem is that people are too complicated for that. Jordan Peterson is an evolutionary psychologist. Jordan Peterson roots all of his beliefs in the central idea that we, that you can find evolutionary patterns in like our ancestors and in other species and whatever and that you can take these patterns and you can apply them to current human life. It's why he thinks that lobster social hierarchy can (laughs) somehow provide uh, us with uh, 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 a clarity about human hierarchy, and now, he's also wrong about lobsters, I've heard. I've heard lobster <laughs> scientists have said I've that. I've heard lobsters like
0: complete... say that he is really misrepresented you yeah,
1: yeah, not just lobster scientists. Lobsters themselves are like, we don't know what the fuck this dude is talking about. We do but not associate I, with him. We want that to be the case, but you were – I think your second point was right. Human beings are too complicated for that. Uh, yeah, sure Th- – is there a possibility that like there was some way in which we evolved to fear change? Yeah, maybe. But also we've been we've been seeking we, change
0: we, for all history. We
1: yeah. seek change. For send, we we seek change, we love change. We're br- like we are brilliant change and knowledge seekers throughout history. We've never been content. In, in in my mind, at least, I don't feel like human beings have ever been content to just, like, hang out and not develop. Like, indigenous cultures, we have this idea in in the, like, white Western kind of thought that, like, indigenous cultures were, like... Even people who are trying to be, like, pro-indigenous cultures have this very paternalistic idea that's, like, they were a simple folk. Wouldn't it be nice to return to the time when it was just about gathering berries in the forest it's like these people they indigenous cultures were building fucking pyramids so that they could track the movement of the stars you know they, they there was like we have always sought that yeah i always love that
0: uh, that whole thing where it's like isn't it gross how we say stuff like oh ancient aliens built pyramids because we can't imagine that brown people built things
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's so fucked but it's like brown and black people like build that. things
0: it must be aliens white people build things as so, like a thousand years
1: later because they are really slow on the update as as human beings we need our basic material needs met obviously and until that happens we're in survival mode we are just trying to get our material needs met once your material needs are met we we became we become less spotlight brained and more lamplight brained we stop single-mindedly pursuing just like the, oh, I need to do this job or this thing. Like when people are given an opportunity, they explore, they explore themselves, they explore topics and, you know, and people do that anyway, even when their material needs are difficult to meet. Like people are still like always exploring and reading and trying to discover things. And I think that's really cool. It's also why I think a universal basic income is would be just a universal good for people's quality of life, but also for the human experience, for for the entire human race. Well, you Because know really- we'd all be s- sitting around creating and discovering. And the thing I love about gender is that gender is like at this, gender is like this beautiful, like exploding, like mandala of expression. Does it ever just-
0: annoy you that... People figured that shit out hundreds of years ago. We're rediscovering it because we weren't allowed to because of like structure. Like we, Be- we people,
1: because the Nazis burned it all. You mean? Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <clears throat> Pretty bummed.
0: Pretty bummed that. about that. Um, I was gonna, say, <laughs> I was gonna say that I'm a little yeah. Sometimes I think about the Nazis. And I'm like, damn. Um, there's a uh interesting thing I'm thinking about, which is that I'm okay, very interesting, as you said. Thank you. Um, I've been thinking about you how. Are. Wait, you are.
1: Oh. You don't get to be sarcastic about that.
0: I think another aspect that's really interesting is there's this really annoying, stupid stereotype that, you know, the idea of like, oh, conservatives like, are into the idea of like the individual human experience. of like, oh, I'm going to go make my own track. And and you liberals and you progressives want to create a society where everyone's working together. Ugh. Like that whole thing. And it's like, yeah. that's kind of bullshit. Under this conservative mindset, the idea is... All of society, every human being that exists, are a worker bee of a massive gear that people at the top of the gear are saying, your job is to get your laser eye focused on this one thing and do that thing till you die. You do this thing. You do this thing. You do this thing. Okay, everyone's doing their thing, and I'm going to sit here and do whatever I want. Whereas progressives say, hey, we want it to be that... The basic needs are met so that you individually can identify how you want to identify. You can go where you want to go. You can afford the things you need to afford. You can think creatively and uniquely. We're the ones who are wanting people to be remotely independent. Well, it's like, like, okay,
1: it's like individualism and collectivism are not like they both exist. It's it's bullshit. We We
0: absolutely love individualism, but we're not fucking
1: (laughs) bees. Yeah. We're not fucking
0: individualism, fucking a, a, a collectivism. Jordan
1: Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Bzzz. Bzzz. Peterson. Knock, Jordan. knock, 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 knock. Let me in. Please. At the at trap t- door that, at the door that collapses and he falls to his death. <laughs> He's gone. Um, no but, no, but like, like, like we, I think we that like we see it as we see it as like these two, but like, yeah, you're right. Conservatives are like, yeah, we're all about the individual, but the individual has to serve the whole, this like collective machine, and the machine only, only, only rewards like these five people. We and want
0: individuality to be the ability to be creative and to think about their lives, and we want the collective to just take care of the basic, the basic animal shit. We need to eat and have safety.
1: Jesus. Like yeah, I, we're probably totally misusing like you, what know, what saying, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. But no, no. But I think what you're saying is basically what you're saying is that if you're on the right, ultimately you are supporting a system that dehumanizes everybody and reduces everybody to just a cog in a machine. But everybody is betting on this machine, ultimately rewarding them specifically individually. And if you're a per- if you're on the left, you believe that the sort of project of society is not a machine it is a community and this community of individuals like everybody doesn't have to be a monolith to be part of the community in fact the community is better served if we are all able to be our own unique individual diverse selves yeah (sighs) who's the guy that the card says moops that guy the card says moops. Like, is it the card says moops? I think it's what it's called. Why are you saying nonsense to me? Why would you stop this beautiful conversation? If you, actually, if you conversation haven't heard of this guy, you're tracks, in for a treat.
0: Let me see. In
1: it strikes to to scream, Ari. Why are you screaming nonsense at me? Yeah, the card says Ari, moops. You never Ari, heard of this? I'm practicing, Ari. I'm practicing my white woman fragility. Ari, why are you, why are you gaslighting me right now? No, I've never heard of this. No one has ever heard of this.
0: Look up. I, honestly, it's funny. You're trying to gaslight me. You just gave me an opportunity to recommend to as many people as possible. Innuendo Studios, check out Inuendo Innu- 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 Studios. He's marvelous. He does videos on the alt right. His videos on tra- like, like,
1: oh no, progress- oh no, oh no, <laughs> this brown person is assaulting me with these ideas. Help me, help me, everybody. You are everybody. going to make a wonderful, wonderful white right, woman, indeed. <laughs> 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 the fucking emperor. Stand, st- take your father's place, change your gender, damn it. Stand and stand at my side as the greatest white woman who has ever lived. Uh. <laughs> okay, sorry. Say the name of the YouTuber again. Oh, Innuendo Studios. Interested. That's
0: my train wreck. My trans wreck of the uh, of the week is okay, uh, a trans recommendation. They're not actually trans. They're not trans. They're not trans. But it's a. Uh, like, if you're interested in alt-right the alt-right playbook they call it about how uh, one thing that he talks about is this idea and it's like he's the first person to mention this but he's a really good dub talking about it is this idea of he probably is he has this idea of like the um people on the right tend to believe that for one person to have something it must be taken from someone else there is right. no way to i think it's called the
1: alt-right playbook always a bigger fish I believe is the right mm, one,
0: which
1: and, is which I feel like really ties into what we were just saying about like it's kind of it's kind of the another way of framing the this but no further kind of thing, right? Yeah, and right. I think J.K. I think J.K. That's J.K. Rowling a- thinks J.K. Rowling thinks our rights come at the the uh, at at the very least the uh, watering down, if not the total dissolution of her rights. Yeah, or at and, least that's what she claims to believe, in and that's why rights. this
0: idea of collectivism and uh, Community is scary to people as I think that wait, so you're saying you're saying that if we all are giving things, what's actually happening is I'm giving half of my shit to someone else. That's literally all it is. Right. Instead of like people really grossly exaggerate how much they fucking contribute to society. <laughs> These fuckers who are like, <laughs> it'll take half my shit. I'm like, you ain't got you got nothing! There's nothing you can give me. I don't want what you have. I'm like,
1: oh I'm like, ooh, baby, that's such a big that's such that's such a big societal contribution. Oh no, no, my friend, you have grossly <laughs> exaggerated. You have grossly exaggerated the size of my societal contribution. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's really fucking good. <laughs> Going back to Emma for a second, one thing that that people always say when a relative passes away, when someone you know dies. Um, they always say something to the effect of like they live on through you, they live on in your memory, right? Yeah, yeah. and sometimes that can feel hollow to me sometimes at least you know, when my uncle died, um, I remember specifically rejecting that sentiment to an extent Does, because I was like, kind of mad at him his, for, you can say, like his
0: memory lived
1: on, but that was like yeah. him. Yeah, I was like, yeah, my memories are going to fade. Like, why couldn't he stick around and make new memories with me? I do think there is something to be said about this framework you've been using to talk about it, which is that, like, to live is to change and to change is to live. And your sister did change you and will continue to change you even in her absence because there are so many ways in which she had effects on you. And, like, yeah. not all those effects were necessarily, like, strictly good or No, positive, there was a lot that weren't.
0: Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it was a lot of them were not good. But, um, but, we had a complicated relationship.
1: You had a very complicated relationship, but change, like, in a way, it's almost the most tangible Argument I've ever heard for like someone dying but not truly being gone is the fact that you, in continuing to change, you are still going to be affected by the butterfly effect of your sister having been alive on this earth and interacting with you. Oh, yeah, hundred Every and therefore every single way that you affect someone else's life is also going to be the result of. That yeah, I couldn't
0: effect. have existed the way I am today having these discussions. Had I not learned the things I learned from her being in my life, right. it would have been possible. It would have been
1: absolutely impossible. And you've to- changed yeah. my life, and you have changed my life in so many ways. So, like your sister also changed my life. Like I just I don't think know why that, I like- thought you were gonna say, You changed
0: my life in many ways. And now that you're gonna die, I will carry on your change. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> now that you. <laughs> well, Day th- well, day three of your uh, your total time lapse, you're gonna get hit by a car. <laughs> Obviously, I'll just be like, I'll, t- I'll be taking this
0: photo, and behind me is a car in it, you're just grinning behind the wheel, like as eh. I'm,
1: murdering my wife. <laughs> yep. I'm
0: murdering my wife, on a side, double whammy, kill two, k- two birds with one stone. Am
1: I right? <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, as long as it's my wife, it only has to be one bird. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: oh, man. Yeah, I, so I feel like really where we're at is, like, I think that's partially why we have been, you know, we kind of are just there's a lot of goofiness as we're kind of just talking on our podcast. Like, we're in this period of huh, transition, but truly, I, it's hard to have insight into what that's going to look like as we walk out the other end of it. Because ch- it's hard to define change when you're in the change. You can only define I how mean, it feels. You know what I mean? I, can there find, is no, I know how it feels,
1: but I don't know what it's going to be yet. There is no other end to it. Is the thing. There is no, oh, now we have changed. Now we have changed. Just always until we're we're dead. When we're dead, other people will decide will look back on us and be like, ah, that's who this person was. And until then, we're just gonna keep fucking changing. And that's so antithetical to the way that like people like J.K. Rowling and Jordan Peterson and 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 all these people think. And um is there anything more childish
0: than the thought in all of human history? on the 200,000 years of humanity, on the billions of years on this planet, now that I'm born and I have accomplished what I've accomplished, (laughs) change is done. It's time. (laughs) We've done it. It's over. We're set. What kind of narcissistic fuck do you have to be to think you are the end result of evolution. You, Jordan Peterson, if Jordan Peterson is the end result of evolution, the experiment
1: fucking failed. But I do actually have another trans wreck this week. Yes, please. Um, so again, tran, the trans rec, uh, again, is uh, our the name of our segment where- uh, Our very well-named segment
0: where we say, hey, we have a trans person we want to recommend.
1: This week, I want to shout out uh, Luna Danielle- um, who I found on TikTok. Um, I have not uh, interacted a ton with their content because I, I just stumbled across them like this past week. Um, but um, so they uh, also have a Substack, stack, uh, Luna, Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E. Um, she, they pronouns. So I'm like, <laughs> same. <laughs> um, so they are a... Um, just a really engaging thoughtful writer on uh queer and race issues there's one particular I'm on their sub stack right now there's one particular uh oh yeah the performance of living was an article they wrote it's it, it was a sh- just a very short piece that they published on their sub stack that is like, that has really got me thinking a lot about the way that we stigmatize people who don't perform living. Yeah. Like, don't perform a certain level of functionality. And um, and it's something I've been thinking a lot about anyway because I've been off my meds. And um, I'm much more <laughs> neurodivergent when I'm off my meds. <laughs> like I'm much more obviously neurodivergent. I I don't mask as well. Um, so, so anyway, I, w- I just want to read this little this quote because yeah. I think it's good, and I think Luna uh, Danielle is and what a perfect recommendation who, for specifically what we're talking about today. That's great. I know it worked out perfectly. Um, so here's here's a great quote that I think is like a great way to kind of wrap up like what we're talking about, which is they wrote in this article. That's why we're taught to perform, to smile through our pain, say things are good when they're not, to not discuss our oppression. Because when we do, we're told we have a victim complex. We're told we're just not working hard enough. We're called selfish. We're called whiny. We're called lazy, despite the fact that this country wouldn't exist if it weren't on the backs of the marginalized. No matter how much the powerful and privileged want you to believe, individuals are not at fault for having to put on their performance. Sometimes participating in the show saves you from experiencing discrimination and violence at the hands of the majority. However, there will be no way to protest these conditions that will be praised by the majority for being the correct one. Because to me, respect and revolution are oxymorons. Wow.
0: That's really cool. I like that a lot. Uh, I should read? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So anyway, Tranrec, Tranrec, uh, Luna Danielle, uh, Substack, it's great. Um, Also, just like as a reminder, Tranrec's really what it is, is it's about shouting out creators who are just (laughs) so much better at talking about stuff than we are. But but Luna also makes a compelling case in that quote for why we should keep doing this podcast anyway, because we're just fucking expressing ourselves, baby. Uh, Before we go... Do you even remember what that improv scene was that we put a pin in? I do, but I think it's so irrelevant now. (laughs) No, no, no. We just, just, let's just record for like one minute. Just, I don't even know what it is, but just start. Just start. All right. Frodo. (laughs) Gandalf, what are you doing here? You, you look dirty and you're covered with mud. Frodo. (gasps) Is it secret? Is it safe? Ew. Gandalf, let, let go of me. Ow, oh, stop, Frodo! Do- Gandalf, Gandalf! Oh, dude, is that is that liquor? Gandalf, Gandalf, me, Gandalf. Gandalf, is that liquor on your breath? Pull yourself together, old man. Gandalf, ever since the Hobbit passed that new legislation, I have been keeping my penis a secret, and I've been keeping it safe. And I don't go by Frodo anymore. No one even knows. I go by um. I go by Froda. I go by Froda now, Frodo. and no okay. one knows the difference. Um. So yeah. So I am keeping it secret and safe. Thank you. I. I I have unfortunate
0: news to tell you. That's why I came uh-huh. all this way. I went to the library of Orthanc, wherever the fuck, I don't know where, I yeah, got that And <laughs> That's right.
1: The library of Orthanc. Yes. And that's my favorite library. <laughs> uh, and I, I was pouring, looking for information about your penis. Mm-hmm. And I found mm-hmm. an author named, uh, Dorjan Pizarron. And he's got some Pizaron, interesting- but, but Pizarron, but, But he was vanquished in the war.
0: It seems that before he vanished, he wrote some very interesting things, and I've
1: learned a lot. What are you saying, Gandalf? I'm saying... You're going to have to tell. Gandalf, has there been a stirring in the east?
0: (laughs) More like a stirring in
1: the south, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Wait, are you coming on to me? Are you a chaser? (laughs) Is that what this is about? Uh, I, uh... I, uh, I don't... Have I read, always I read what Jordan
0: on and I realized, oh, this evil, evil
1: lord. <laughs> Frodo, Frodo Baggins. I'm taking over this character for a second. Frodo Baggins. I am not trying to rob you. I'm trying to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end. That's the end. We're done. We're done. <laughs> We're done. All right, thank you. And thank seed. you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to our show this week. I really feel like we are finding a weird kind of groove in the season three, but I'm really loving it. And I feel like we're, I don't know, I feel like we're embracing just like this show is nonsense and chaos and we're just, well, it's we're a celebration of trans, it's a celebration of trans joy and silliness an increasingly hostile world. And I love that for us. So thank you so much for listening and we love you guys so much um get us on your podcast app or whatever also like sending us like the most helpful thing you could do is tell people about our show cuz
0: especially someone who you think will someone who you think will want to learn and understand but
1: wants to if that makes Oh, sense. we're a good entry point for like cis people. I feel like actually because like we're goofy, we're, not we're that, fun. We're not. We're not. We're that- not that confrontational. Like we're you know we're we pretty... like talk
0: like this all the time. We talk like podcasters.
1: You yeah, we hey. talk like couple couple, couple
0: sisters. Just couple, couple of, the couple of the girls Just having fun. Hey.
1: <laughs> um. But yeah, hey, thank pizza you so
0: much. The pizza you ordered here it is.
1: I didn't order this pizza, Gandalf. Why are you taking your clothes off? I have to add the Am- final ingredient. Aren't I the person, doesn't the pizza video porn thing, isn't it usually the person ordering the pizza who strips? Like, what What are you doing?
0: It's not delivery, it's a porno. Good night, everybody.
1: Yes Androgyny was conceived, recorded, and produced by Ari Noble and myself, Charlie Monroe. If you want more content or you care to support the show, we can be found at patreon.com slash yesandrogyny, where we will be posting an extra episode of bonus content, plus other fun surprises, at least every off week. This show is co-produced by New32 Productions, an independent North Carolina media company that Ari and I are both heavily involved with. You can find New32 on YouTube at youtube.com new32. That's N-E-W-3-2. Our music was composed by Florify, F-L-O-R-I-F-Y whose link tree can be found in the episode description. Our theme song is Riff in A by Garrett Stein Cerusi, who plays the guitar on the track, with additional arrangement, instrumentation, and mastering also by Florify. Our cover art is by the inimitable Izzy Pereira, who can be found on Twitter at Izzy Squeaksy. That is I-Z-Z-Y-S-Q-U-E-A-K-Z-Y. Lastly, but not leastly, Ari can be found on Twitter at Ari Noble Writes, where they post about their myriad music and webcomic writing projects, including their epic fantasy adventure webcomic in the vein of Redwall. They co-created it with our cover artist, Izzy, and it is posted weekly. So definitely check that out. It's super rad. Thank you guys so much for listening. That concludes the credits. See you in two weeks or sooner if you join our Patreon. Bye!